0: Hi, I'm John Hibbins, and this is The Metaverse Show. You can find us on Roomkey, YouTube, and your favourite podcast provider. This is episode three. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Anthony Smith. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And our special guest, Kyle Reisenbach.
1: Hello, hello.
0: I'm terrible at pronouncing your surname. Uh, Let me nip over here. (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible. Pronounce your surname for me, Kyle.
1: So, yeah, so it's, Reasonbeck. it's uh, Reason, reason uh, Beck. It's Reason Reasonbeck, Yes, Ooh. I was told that Reason in German means uh, large or giant, and then Beck means, well, whatever you want it to
0: mean. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Carl. Um, I you. don't know you as Kyle normally. I mean, when I first. I don't know this is going back some time um it was reverend Kyle uh where I first <laughs> uh became right, aware right. of you Kyle um do you want to uh, let 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 the audience know what that was all about
1: absolutely so uh yes I was reverend Kyle uh your uh, minister of immersive technology i guess you could say uh it was a moniker that i just took and placed upon myself. Uh, I did actually get ordained as a minister to perform a wedding (laughs) for a friend of mine. Yeah. So I I really am actually an ordained minister uh, in in the legal sense. And uh, yeah, so I just, somebody told me a long time ago that if you're going to try to be uh, a personality that you need to have a name that people are going to remember and uh, boy howdy everybody did remember it <laughs> uh it, it worked and um yeah you know being you know people call me Red.
0: oh you just lost your audio it's like your earpods disconnecting carl Anthony, are you hearing? Oh, we've lost. We've lost Kyle. Yeah, my Let's best guess is uh, his network disconnected. Oh, <laughs> that's a good start. Well, he'll be back soon. Let's pause for a minute while we're waiting for Kyle. Uh, the beauty of technology, eh? Uh, just give him a second to come back. Hello, audience. I will unsilent. Oh, there we go. He's back. Hello, Kyle. Come on back to the main stage. Kyle? He's trying to get his earphones plugged back in, etc. How are we doing, Kyle? Where have we gone? ah oh, this this is this is how awesome live recording is as well. It's all real time.
1: Can, can, you, you, hear can yes, you hear me can. now? Yes, we can. Absolutely. Ah, yeah, Absolutely. so I believe I believe that that was the internet trolls uh, messing with me. Uh, as, as I joke ah. about, on, as I joke about on my own shows, uh, I'm actually just tethered to the Wi-Fi at the Taco Bell down the street, so uh, ah. it's, <laughs> it's a little it's a little spotty in places. So I'll I'll try to stay still so that doesn't happen again. Um, no problem. At all. Yeah. So so um, you know. I, i don't even remember what the question was <laughs> <laughs>
0: how did how did uh, uh reverend kyle come around
1: right right so in terms of reverend kyle it was that was my uh moniker for the revvr podcast and the Rev VR podcast uh originally came from the very 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 beginnings of uh, this generation of vr i don't want to say that I've gone back into the 90s or 80s or whatever. But yeah, I, I started doing my podcast in like 2013 and uh, out of the sheer vacuous hole that existed, there was no podcast at the time. And so I started one, uh, the Rev VR podcast, doing basically exactly what are doing right now, which is interviewing the movers and shakers of, of the current industry. And, uh, yeah, people just knew me as Rev, Rev Kyle, Reverend Kyle. Uh, Like my dad always says, you can call me anything you want, just don't call me late for dinner.
0: 150 episodes, Rev. That's a lot. Yes, it is. It is. I Uh, I think probably to this day you're only beaten by one other person that I know of. Who's just hit their thousands? <laughs> so well, fair enough.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it, when you do five and ten minute per episode, it, I could probably have multiplied mine by a couple dozen as well. But you know, I'm, uh, I'm more for uh, I'm more for quality, not quantity. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I, I mean, I personally have been on your podcast twice. Thoroughly enjoy conversations with you every time. Uh, yeah. In fact, even the every time I bumped into you, I've really enjoyed your company. Uh, <laughs> I've got a specific one that I think we need to talk about. We uh, oh, I can't oh, remember which boy. OC it was. I can't remember which <laughs> OC it was, uh, but it was the one where they were doing room scale. Uh, room scale is currently a massive hot topic. This is Space Bright Arena. It's come up on the first, last two shows, I think. Um, why don't you?
1: Tell I the remember story. this. This was this was uh, Oculus Connect Five. And, uh, yeah, we were all standing in line anxiously awaiting to do the, uh, dead and buried arena that, that Oculus was doing with some, uh, multicolored Oculus quests and it was very exciting. And I believe that, uh, you and I were in line with a few other folks, uh, and we had a little bit of a, a, a challenge, uh, you know, who could beat who and, um. I don't remember, John. Do you remember who won that
0: challenge? <laughs> well, St- Steve, unfortunately, isn't here tonight, but Steve was also there. Um, yeah, there were a whole bunch of us. Um, yeah, I think we had a bet. We had a bet that we would tweet publicly, all of us, the, on the losing team. Because if I recall, right, it was 4v4, is that right?
1: Uh, I believe 4v4. so, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
0: there's four people on each team, and the losing team would tweet publicly that they they were the losers and... Uh, I can't remember exactly what the tweet was, but it was agreed beforehand, and sadly, uh, we lost by quite a significant margin. I think I had uh, read a poll with us, uh, Nick, as well. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Uh, uh, I'm going to blame Occlusion. Uh, Every time I got near one of them (laughs) (laughs) boxes, controllers flew all over the place. Uh, I had no idea what was going on. I mean, it was early days of Quest as well. I mean, all this arena scale tracking stuff was was early but uh i can't really blame any of that it's probably just skill um wasn't that an awesome experience though and hard to find since
1: yeah no quite defiant was yeah yeah it was a great experience um the whole i the whole concept of uh room scale is something that has been intriguing (laughs) to me for quite a long time uh, I've done The Void numerous times. I have, uh, you know, gone out and played in large yards with large guardians. And so, you know, uh, the idea that Dead and Buried Arena was a possibility uh, two years ago or however long ago that was, I don't know. Time stopped having meaning to me in the last couple of years. Uh, but yeah, the idea that, uh, that something like, and I know that you did discuss Space Pirate Arena in uh, in uh, previous episodes of this show, and uh, which I'm a big fan, by the way, I've, I've watched every episode of this show so far, so fan- fantastic. Thank and yeah, I, I, I think, I think Space <laughs> Pirate Trainer. I think Space Pirate Trainer is uh, uh, a good a good solid game to evolve into a uh, arena style uh, experience, and I, I, I for one am very up and excited about that.
0: I I think hopefully it opens a door to, I mean, large spaces are hard to find, right? But hopefully it opens a door. There were a couple of things I recall about the Dead and Buried that to this day are still probably quite mind-blowing and relevant. One is that it was the first time they showed pass-through. And what they had done in that demo is when you stood in the arena, you were using pass-through. And you could see in black and white the arena. And then the game sort of melted in. Is that a good description of it? It's sort of like overlaid from the top downwards. Can you remember?
1: I I do, yeah. And you know, it's funny, now that you say that, I I wonder, because, you know, since that game never actually came out for public consumption, it was almost a perfect test bed for uh, Oculus to kind of you know lab test several things at the same time so you've got co-location you've got pass through you've got arena scale you've got large format guardian you it 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 seems to me that gamifying these tests was brilliant the more i think about it wow
0: yeah and and i tell you another thing that i recall from that demo that was quite impressive i mean, well there were two two other things that i recall extremely impressive one was that they were using an ipad to show the crowd so there were somebody so there was 4v4 and they had an ipad that was being tracked and they were moving the ipad around and that was viewing into the vr world um and i know that is you know with live and the latest technologies but then it was a real big thing you know that was new as well you know it was the first time i'd seen that happen
1: i'm, I'm actually um, sort of upset that that doesn't exist now i would love especially when i watch my children play rec room uh, a very regular thing that occurs in my yeah. home is that uh, my children will play rec room with their cousins who are 2700 miles away and i would love to be able to walk around and see the the, a a camera perspective. Yeah.
0: This is a this is a real platform challenge for Facebook and others to do, right? It why isn't social just part of the platform? Why isn't multiplayer just part of the platform? Because fundamentally you should be able to, either on your iPad, just peer into the world because they've got the app, it's already installed. Just, just allow you to peer into the world. Right? It's like, yeah, like you say, just hold your iPad up and you can see them in the world with their avatar and playing the game. And the second is, why not allow that for anybody? You know, if, you've got, you know, if, you've, if you're a streamer or if you, you want to invite a friend to come and watch you play, why not allow somebody to stand next to you in the virtual world? What's the problem there? It's surely only them having the game and, you know, rendering that point of view. Um, it's, I'm I mean, very I, well, surprised it's, uh, it's not part uh, of the platform.
1: There, there are several aspects to it. I mean, well, Liv does that. I mean, Liv does that
0: today. Well, uh, uh, yeah, but having embedded Liv... But you put, you, know, you put the Live SDK on, you put it against your character controller, you tell it a few basic things, you know, this is my head, this is whatever objects they are, and away Live goes. And it can do exactly that. It can view from a different angle as a camera. It's just like Live, but, you know, the Oculus version.
1: Live is good. Live is very good. Live is not perfect. And I think yeah. that for Facebook to put something out for their platform that is dev friendly. That is, you know, there's no privacy concerns. There's no, uh, there's no bandwidth or performance challenges. I I feel like it has to be perfect. And we're not quite there yet, but I see no reason why Facebook can't throw this out when they start to like, like actually right now would be a good time because of the kind of dip, that everybody is seeing in the industry. It's kind of, this is the lull or as I like to hope it is a calm before the storm, but yes, now it's it's summer.
0: Kyle, uh,
1: summer. I know. It's like,
0: I I sell games. Then, you know, summer's dead. It's just dead. You don't launch at this time, unless you want to launch something that, you know, doesn't get involved in the crowds. You're doing it on purpose, not to be involved in the crowds. Um, launching for sony for instance october november december is like it's, no you just don't touch it as an indie because they're big straight you know they're big stuff's all launched and you're just buried you're just hidden you'll never get any exposure at all um but yeah some are some are really quiet but we, we're i think we're just we're definitely in a lull before a storm do you feel the same
1: i i i really do i think i think that i mean i'm not concerned just because, you know, there's, there's a, a small dip or kind of a downward slight trend. It's, it's, it's not this cliff. You know, we're not falling off of a cliff. There's still plenty of things to be excited about. And a lot of future stuff that's going to come out that has already been either announced or highly anticipated. We just have to get over this little hump to get there. I'm not, I'm not too concerned. But I now would be a good time, I think... Uh, especially as kids are going back to school and and, and that sort of stuff that you could release like a a company like Facebook could release a huge. And I think they are kind of doing that with version 32 uh, coming out and giving us a little bit more, a little bit more, you can see them building up to a crescendo of, of, of uh, of applicable features, but uh, I don't know. I'd like to see, well, obviously anybody who is in this industry would like to see more quicker. I mean, that's kind of the, the, yeah. the mantra. Give me more and give it to me faster.
0: They haven't stopped, though. I mean, like you just mentioned 34, uh, uh, 33, but a whole bunch of, you know, every single version they're bringing out they're bringing quite significant changes I noticed that there was really good changes for gifting which was a big complaint for a long period of time that you just couldn't buy other people content and now you can pretty much click a button and buy somebody content that's awesome Um, but a really big change this week is that they launched their um, virtual office product Horizons what's it called Horizons Workforce I want to say it's Horizons Workforce but their new virtual office what do you think of that?
1: Um uh, I I will be fair here. I have not used it in a capacity to actually see the advantage of it. Um, I We have our own, you know, at, at Upload, we have our own virtual studio that does some of the same, uh, you know, co-location from across the planet type of thing. And I'm not... You know, just because I don't personally see the daily value of something doesn't mean that it doesn't have it. Uh, I think the right audience, and and who knows, over time, maybe the value will increase for more people, that it will become uh, a bigger product. But, you know, it's early adoption type of thing. I mean, to spend... I mean, my my record right now is six and a half hours in a headset. Uh, I can't imagine anybody Uh doing a solid eight or even more in a headset every day for a week for, you know, uh, 52 weeks out of me. I, 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 time will tell on that. My, my opinion is not as important as somebody who would be very, very eager to do such a thing.
0: Yeah. I think, I think probably a lot of people would agree with you. What was your eight hours? Was it different content or was it one, one piece of content straight?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I did a social experience. It was uh, it was over six hours, uh, not quite seven, and uh, it was shared experience, social movies, uh, conversation, that sort of thing. It was, uh, yeah. I, I had to I had to sleep for quite a while afterwards. I have found that anytime you feel a little nauseous in VR, uh, just take a nap, and it usually fixes things. At least for me. Personally. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I start getting very tired after 2 hours uh ish of of um VR. It starts get, getting yeah, too too tiring at that point. Uh so I can but I think, you know, on the Horizon Workforce by the way. Sorry, Workrooms is the product, uh which is now available for free on Quest and you can check it out. I, I did check that out and uh I thought, you know, it shows promise. I think I think what Facebook are good at sometimes is Putting out stuff slightly early, you know, getting feedback, getting you know, testing stuff. You can see the path they're on. <laughs> you know, you can imagine that at some point in the future it will be seamless, and there won't be a whole bunch of clicking and configuration to get it working. And really, they they want the learning, and that's you know, that's pretty admirable. Rather than waiting for a finished product, it's nice that and they've been doing that for a long time. You know, they've been testing various features and putting it out there for us to try as devs, including pass through mode and stuff that recently has been allowed. To, for devs to do, uh, I mean, yeah, it's oh, pretty cool that they're at least making steps into that space and starting to prove it. I, I presume this is what came from Michael A. Brush and his will to do this.
1: You know, cool. I am in—I'm in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I am right down the road from FRL, the, the Facebook Reality Labs, or whatever they're—it's called now. I mean, I drive past it. I don't know, once a week, or at least used to. And I always wonder, I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could just go and knock on the door, you know, just be like, hey, hey, can I come in and play? What do you guys got going on in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would would love to do that.
0: Do you think it's a smorgasbord of craziness? Do you think we've got everything from, well, I mean, I can only but imagine. Yes, it is, isn't it? (laughs) They've got all sorts of stuff to play with. I mean, if we got back five years to when they were showing more insight to that stuff, there was crazy stuff then, so God knows what they've got now, uh, given the time. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It would be really cool to be uh, in that back room and seeing all the latest technology and, and the guides. <laughs> well, it's not long before we find out their next steps because they've announced October's Oculus Connect that's now known as Facebook Connect or something. Um, but they're yeah, it's announced. What do you think we're going to get there?
1: I believe that we are going to get a lot of uh, them, not in a bad way, but I think they're going to congratulate themselves on their successes. Uh, I believe that there is going to be a lot of shared success uh, also, like, uh, you know, here are game studios and here are people who are doing well because us, Facebook, have, you know, grown the industry. And all of that is very true. Um, R- I...
0: won't, that, won't that be the ones that they've brought, brought. <laughs> it's like these are the studios that did really well oh and they all were they're all in Facebook now <laughs> so that's pretty great right funny. right well well,
1: you know, <laughs> I, I would hope that there are a few out there that are still fighting a good fight but yeah
0: yeah. yeah. oh we've lost you again Carl I think your audio's gone
1: uh oh can you hear me now
0: oh there you go you're back yep you're back. oh okay
1: don't know. Don't, don't know what that is t- So. Yeah, somebody must have kicked the Taco Bell uh, router again. No, I, I think I think what's happening is that uh, Facebook is going to uh, do a lot of like bringing everybody up to speed. I would be very surprised, and this is me just trying to be pragmatic, not pessimistic. I would be surprised for us to hear an announcement of a new headset. I would be surprised to hear the announcement of... Any new hardware toys in general. I think that everything is going to be uh, incremental in, uh, things. Or future way down the road, look at what we've got going on. Like you know, oh here's here's the Verifocal lenses that we shown that we've shown three times, and now here's the latest version, or here's the new pancake this, or the new. Uh, uh, th- eye-tracking module, and here's this, and here's this, and here's a bunch of pictures of people in the lab wearing incremental updates to the hardware that we might put out soon. Then again, there's also the possibility that something like the Quest 2 Pro, uh, a more enterprise-focused headset, might be uh, talked about. I mean, I I could speculate until the cows come home, but honestly, Connect. Without it being this physical, uh, tangible connection with other people in the community, it just kind of feels a little flat for me. And I think a lot of people who have been in the community for a while will also have that feeling of that, that interpersonal connectivity that that physical so i know there's some level of irony there because we've got yeah. virtual
0: <laughs> quite you know, a bit of irony whole... right here we right, are Kyle. What? hello <laughs> yeah. right 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 but, but there
1: is still something about you know breaking bread with someone and and, and sharing right. a drink and toasting your glasses so i mean i'm a little bittersweet about it but i'll take it rather than nothing at all
0: yeah well i mean let's talk about that next steps. you've talked about do you think there's need for a pro version of a quest what can be pro about it <laughs> so it's like what can be pro about it that just doesn't qualify as much? why not make a quest 3 and forget the whole pro thing <laughs> i mean slightly faster processor quest 3 eye tracking quest 3 color color pass through, quest 3 it's like why not just make the quest 3
1: uh because i think that there needs to be an enterprise solution uh from directly from facebook i believe that the idea that that term enterprise adds a couple extra zeros to the end of a cost of a piece of hardware in exchange for the services that they offer you and there's a need for that because i have a feeling that there is because i used to work in the vr enterprise field i used to build i used to develop for uh, firms that would make uh, software and, and VR stuff for businesses, so business to business, and I think that there is a, a deficit there from Facebook offering that type of thing, and it, it's just it's, it's a quick and easy way to get more money and more adoption, because suddenly you have uh, companies, big name companies that are showing that they're using VR, and that creates more mainstream adoption. So I think that is a successful uh, business model that I think that they should implement, in my opinion.
0: Yes. But again, why couldn't there just be a business version of Quest 3? Just as there is a business version of Quest 2. Does it, there's... Is there re- really a demand for higher resolution, like much... I don't know, I, I'm not... Sam's in the room, so I'm sure he's (laughs) biting at the bit to to say to say something. But the you know what actually would it be? Um, What makes that really compelling for business that the Quest doesn't actually do? I mean, the Quest is relatively low price; it works well, resolution's fine. Is it literally just resolution Uh, and horsepower?
1: you, 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 it's not hardware at all. It has nothing to do with the hardware at all. They could change it to green and call it enterprise. It has nothing to do with the hardware. The business right. model is all about the business model is all about the service. The yeah. let me hold your hand because people don't like the learning curve of a new hardware, a new piece of hardware, a new technology. They don't like that. They need to have somebody yeah, yeah. hold their hand. And I think that that so, more more than a, a hardware change, it's a service change.
0: Okay, so Oculus business doing a really good job for any business, basically, and encouraging them to use their platform and toolset, and just being more serious about that is what you're really saying there.
1: That,
0: that if I if I was Sam is desperate now. to go. Come on up, Sam. I'll invite you up. You can you can uh, <laughs> get involved because I think I think Sam has probably got unique insight into this. Give me a second. Uh, I'm going to move you to the stage. Uh, just say yes, and then come and sit with us, Sam. You should be able to speak now
2: if you want me. Hey, Kyle. Uh, Welcome to the show again. Sorry. Sorry to butt in here. (laughs) I I, I just wanted to add, you know, um, there is a load of Oculus for business stuff already and they have a platform and they have an MDM. It makes it super seamless and really easy for enterprise to adopt the Quest 2 or Quest. Um, But then, you know, similar solutions that are more customizable and more open are available from like Pico and Vive as well. But, um, so, yeah, I just wanted so to what's say... what's the main
0: difference there, Sam? Um,
2: what, it's it's, it's enterprise oriented, orientated just... so There's no Facebook accounts. You can lock devices down. Yeah. You can set up and deploy apps across multiple de- devices at once. It's it's very IT-procurement-friendly. Um, yeah. And so ultimately, it's about iOS modes and...
0: Buy in bulk, put them in a group deploy to them in one go, lock them down for any other functionality, and it's all those type of things, along with account managers and making that super seamless.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately the thing I'd like to see for Enterprise is just better straps, like it coming with the Elite strap or something like that, just to make it that bit more comfortable for longer use.
0: Yeah, I mean, it desperately does need a better strap. I've I've got the fortune of having both the Elite strap on one headset I've got uh, and the the other side, and I explicitly avoid the one that's got the elastic headset. It, for some reason, it's even worse than the Go, and I don't know how you could go that far backwards. <laughs> it was pretty bad on the Go. You would have thought that, that there was a lot of learning there, but I presume it was all to do with cost stuff. Um, yeah. Awesome. awesome. Um, well, thanks for joining us, Sam, and clarifying that. Anyway, really yeah, uh, um, I'm,
2: I'm going sure
0: sure <laughs> to I'm gonna put, I'm <laughs> put you back in the audience now, but I really appreciate your input there. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. So, Yes. Cheers to Sam for joining us there. Thanks, Sam. Um, right, where were we? Uh, there's a question that I always ask, and we haven't asked it yet. How did you get into VR, Kyle?
1: Well, I just put the headset on. No, I'm kidding. Um, so uh, my first VR experience was in 90, 1996 at uh, Epcot in disney world and i did a virtuality experience i believe it was dactyl nightmare and uh i want to say i paid like 20 dollars for eight minutes something like that 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 was my first experience now i was uh i was in high school and i had no idea what i was going to do when i grew up i'm sorry if i grew up and uh, you know the idea that 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 vr i had done it and uh, you know, I didn't see VR again until uh, well into, uh, you know, I, I believe somebody at work, uh, my my job at the time said, hey, look, there's this new VR thing I thought you might be interested in, and sent me a link to the Oculus Kickstarter. Uh, that is what brought me back in. So there was this huge lull in between where it was just... You know, I had seen Johnny Mnemonic and I had seen Lawnmower Man and I had seen that one cool episode of Murder, She Wrote. I knew about VR and that it was coming. I just didn't know what stage we were at. And so when I saw the Oculus Kickstarter, like so many other people, I said, okay, it's time. It it is time. Let's do this. And and that's kind of what got me back into it.
0: Awesome. So it was really at the start. So DK1, did you back the Kickstarter and get a kick get I, an O one.
1: I, I missed the Kickstarter deadline and pre ordered it and got it in August of whatever year that was. Um but yeah I had DK one, I had DK two, um I had access to the H D prototype. Shh, we're not want to talk about that one. Um <laughs> and uh We have to and give them back had, well, we, that's did you, what they Did said. you have to give yours
0: back? Oh, oh, I see. You've got one of the tax exception ones. Sam and I had to I, give them back. That's for sure. <laughs> they were very insistent. I, I,
1: I never said that I had one. I just said that I had <laughs> access to one. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I
0: I they must have I think they used the reason that they, you know, I don't know, some some reason for the dev thing and taxes or something on prototype hardware it's quite unusual for people to add that i mean i think that's the only time i've ever had a recall of any equipment i've been given from anybody including all sorts of crazy things so it was quite a shock when they recalled that but they did fair enough must have had their reasons so you put it on your head you got the wow moment you'd always been interested in vr what was the first thing you recall doing
1: You know uh my my experiences in vr i i'm a bleeding edge kind of guy i I like technology i like to make technology do things that it wasn't intended to do and for me the concept of how vr came to be in this current iteration you know uh some kid in a trailer through some lenses on a phone and and Next thing you know, John Carmack is involved. I mean, that, that's, that's pretty substantial to have that, that level of story uh, to look at and go, wow, okay, so, I, I, you know, what do I need to do? And, and I really, I put a lot of emphasis when I tell stories about how I got into VR. I put a lot of emphasis on the early community. Uh, I believe that the early community that surrounded this hardware and, and this technology really do deserve a lot of the credit for the success. Uh, I think that the, it, you know, you can plant seeds, but if you don't water and it's not in good soil and it doesn't get sunlight, it's not gonna grow. And I feel like the early community really were the, you know, light and in the, in the dirt and the water and the fertilizer, there was a lot of fertilizer coming out of that early community. <laughs> and I think it's all very valuable. And so when I when I reflect back on what created this uh, and what made VR go mainstream and, and have the success, I really look at those those folks at the very beginning whose shoulders everybody else stood on to move it forward and, and upwards and upwards. I mean, I, I, I really feel very strongly about that.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't think agree with you that there. there is a club. You know, uh, uh, you you are definitely a member of it. There's multiple clubs. There is a club of the people that have been to every single say isn't there? And you've uh, done that. That is
1: correct. Yes, yes. I what's have. that?
0: Cl- what's that club called? Secret sure. society, should I say?
1: I. I it's not that secret. We've m- told everybody about it. I didn't know that there was a name for it. I just somebody said <laughs> it's to me. Just, it's I, I just think, all
0: the people that. Have yeah,
1: somebody came up to me and they're like, "Hey, uh, you've been to all the OCs, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Like, oh, here's a.
0: There's a picture. Like, okay. There's a picture. I've seen a picture of everybody that's been to everyone. Definitely. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's another one. The uh, the OG. The OG um, um, wasn't that.
1: I, I that, will, that one I was,
0: I was asked to join, <laughs> but the, yeah. there's quite a few,
1: I think. I will it's simply clear. say it's, that there are, there are plenty of groups, which you can imagine yeah. uh, that there are groups of people who have been together from the beginning and still have maintained communication. I, I would imagine that those types of groups would uh, definitely exist in, in this type of situation, and that's really all I got to say about that.
0: Yeah, it's amazing actually that the community of VR is well, I mean it started off great and it's not gone away. I mean the, the it's grown, but there are so many people that I have met personally and, and through you know just playing VR games that I've become friends over time with. Uh, it's got silly. Uh, I would now say I've got more friends that I've met through the virtual worlds than I've got in real life. Um it's an amazing way of connecting people a lot of people think that vr is the opposite and games are the opposite and they're not very sociable and get out and meet people sort of thing but it, it can be incredibly sociable especially for um you know explicit groups of things that you want to do I, i'm a particular fan of um, sim racing i've got a really good group of friends sim top five runs a well he doesn't actually edit a book thirty one thirty one now runs it but they every Sun, first sunday of every month run the racing thing i do my phasmophobia every wednesday as this before do you, have you got the same experience have you met lots of people either through gaming or that have just become super lifelong friends now
1: so i i did uh there was there was a span of time where i would have been able to say all those same things that yes i have more friends in the metaverse than i do in real life and that sort of thing um You know, not so much anymore. A lot of my focus has changed away. I don't get into the social experiences as much. I'm not doing, I'm doing more stuff, um, uh, more work related, more testing, more, you know, I don't, I don't socialize as much as I used to. And, and, and I, I I should, I should socialize a lot more, Um, you know, nothing is, nothing is odder. And to see a list of influencers in the VR space and not recognize most of them, and and that's on me to not know who these people are. Uh, but yeah, um,
0: I've, yeah, re- yeah, I recently released Hunts on, so on the App Lab. Uh, which was quite—I uh, haven't done a release in ages—and this was quite a, a, you know, a random Thursday afternoon thing. Just that's it—we're dropping it, right? And we're we're going to put it out there. Um, there was no build-up or anything. And then post doing that, I realised, oh, I need to really email all the people that I would normally email and say, oh, by the way, this has happened. Um, you should check it out, right? And then looking at my old lists and now looking at the new influencer list and comparing them side by side. Oh, my. <laughs> it's <laughs> There are literally you know, hundreds of new people streaming, doing content sharing. And I just don't, you know, I have, I have no radar for. Uh, some of them small and great. You know, I'm really excited to see them grow. I mean, you know, it's a growing industry and they'll grow over time. Uh, and some of them, old hat, you know, have been around for a long time doing things. We had GT on uh, earlier, but, you know, um, Nathie and VR Oasis and those guys have been doing it for a long time now. Um, amazing to see that there is a lot of growth there and very cool. Um, but I agree, you know, now it's really hard to get full radar of everything because it is bigger. Uh, I suppose that leads directly into state of play. Um, what's the state of play right now? Where You know, we're five years, six years from probably our last conversation on a podcast. Where are we today? We've You know, if we could have predicted it then and gone forward, would today be what it looks like? Are you disappointed? Do you think we're in a great place? What's your opinion?
1: Oh, I, I will, I will adamantly say I am not disappointed. As a matter of fact, and this is that that was a perfect kind of segue because the fact that there are so many streamers and the fact that there are so many people who are engaging and sharing, uh, you know, a uh, gamer tag has a TikTok with VR. I think that's an untapped resource and that's brilliant. Uh, whoever becomes the VR TikToker or whatever they're called, will be (laughs) successful and will do more to bring us even further. Uh, I have always said that a success in this industry will be that I wake up in the morning. I am a bespectacled individual. I wear glasses and I cannot see without them. The moment that I can wake up in the morning and put a pair of glasses on and do AR, VR, a HUD, Uh, communication don't have to have a cell phone on my person or maybe I do, but it's connected wirelessly, whatever that right there is the future that I want. And every day, every announcement, every innovation that comes out, it brings us closer to that reality. And so, you know, and now we've got, you know, you've called your show the metaverse show, the idea of the metaverse. Um, It is a very trite word, but it's doing something positive for the industry because it's a buzzword, and buzzwords are good for industry growth. And I've put metaverse in quotes, is there a little does room key have a quote air quotes thing? No, it doesn't. Uh, uh, it, 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 it metaverse. I put that in front of my name and I made a tweet recently, and it was just metaverse, 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 metaverse hashtag metaverse. Uh, <laughs> it, it was meant to be. It was meant to be a joke, but at the same time, it did exactly what I thought it would do. I all of a sudden got a whole bunch of followers who also had metaverse in their in their profile or they make meta- – it, it's, a, it's a buzzword and it's growing and just seeing how that word – yes, I know there are people out there who are so annoyed. Oh, it's such a trite word. It's such an awful – oh, buzz, 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 buzz. It's a good thing, folks. Uh, let it happen. Let it happen, because then suddenly Metaverse is on the cover of, you know, whatever magazine, if people still read those. Uh, it, it's, a, it, it's a big deal.
0: I have mixed feelings, but I did call the show the Metaverse <laughs> show, as you have kind of pointed out. Um, I, I don't feel like debating it too much, really, but I, I can't disagree with what you're saying. I think the VR, XRAR, does not have the equivalent of the word internet, um a metaverse is probably the closest to that <laughs> so it's not yeah, a bad no, I, thing
1: i i agree with you the whole ar mr xr pr qr lr rr uh i know i get it i that those are not phrases and in terms acronyms and initialisms that are going to push the industry forward but metaverse absolutely yeah
0: yeah and the triteness of it comes through i mean sometimes there's a perspective and quite rightly of the inaccuracies and all that you know at the end of the day it was just, it was from as from my knowledge of it it was in a book right so it's not it was thought up anyway um but from a you know from an accuracy point of view the internet is more than just the word the internet right it's http protocol and secure paths and ftp and you know all these other functionalities that come together to make a to make what the internet, what it is. And, uh, I think that the metaverse is a nice catch all So I'll go See, with I that. See, th- I now. think
1: I'm, I'm going to say that this is an, uh, this is an evolution of phraseology and all this goofy words, uh, to take something like, remember when everything was immersive? Oh, immersive, immersive, immersion, immersion, immersive, immersive. And it worked. It actually did properly communicate the uh, the intention. Oh, it's so immersive. Oh, it's immersive. And then all of a sudden, people stopped saying that because everybody was getting kind of tired of it. Now the new word is metaverse, and I wonder how many people actually understand, you know, where that word came from, what it actually means. It doesn't really matter because people are using it to describe anything that is. Virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality, all of these things. And that's fine. It it does. It serves that purpose. And there are people who hate it, and there are people that are fine with it. Me, personally, I just love what it's doing. I love the fact that this word is creating the buzz necessary to push us further into mainstream adoption. Because I've always said, and, and folks who have listened to me yak about this industry in the past know that... Mainstream adoption occurs. The like true mainstream adoption occurs when grandma has the device. So when my grandma bought a smartphone, I'm like, okay, that's it. That 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 means that it's mainstream. So my mom bought one, but well, how long is it going to take for my grandmother to buy one? And that that right there will be the test. And you know, grandma sees on the five o'clock news that metaverse, metaverse, metaverse maybe that's what is needed to push her into getting one of the headsets
0: yeah i mean yeah and it it is crossing those borders now i was having a conversation at at, at, um i know some school event with somebody outdoors uh never met the guy before and he just out of the blue says yeah i brought a quest i'm like okay (laughs) um let's talk about that then and it's just you know you just said I oh, saw it looked really interesting checked it out what did you think I think it's brilliant you know and it, it, wow what <laughs> and then one of my oldest friends who's the least tech guy that I know probably um, also said oh I brought a Quest thought check it out uh, what you what do you do on it uh, oh I play the poker game that's really cool I really you know it's like it really is starting to I mean we've always been looking for mainstream but it really is picking the interest of people that wouldn't normally be game players even. Um, that's cool. Quest has broken down some barriers there, hasn't it?
1: It has. Well, because it, it it works. It's just out of the box. It works. There's not a whole lot of, oh, I got to connect this or I got to do that. And there are plenty of titles, like you mentioned, the poker. You know, how many people get a smartphone, and all they do with it, they don't do their email on it. They don't. They they make phone calls. They do text messages, and then they play. Uh, Sudoku or poker or uh, what's that, that jewel bejeweled or, you know, all the stuff that I see uh, like people like my mom and her generation sitting in airports or at restaurants or in waiting rooms playing these games because they're very mindless. And I see the value in being able to just forget about life for a while and do something distracting that's not going to take a lot of brain power to do. There's plenty of that. There's plenty of that.
0: Just lawnmower oh, simulator, yeah. drive a truck. <laughs> it's like oh, right, uh, right, uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the jet wash simulator. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's plenty of space for that. I think I, uh, I wish there were more of them myself just sitting there and doing something, uh, you know, mindless is really cool sometimes. Right. You
1: know, <laughs> uh, I'll throw something out here. Do you do you know what I wish there was of more of in VR? Is what is considered to be a four X game like Civilization? Where is Ooh. that game it, now? There, there's there's yeah. you know, things like Tactera. You know, E McNeil gave us Tactera, and that's a lovely game. Sorry, but I want I want Civ in VR. Uh, where is that? Uh, somebody make that for me, please. If you're listening to this, maybe Sam, uh, you know, after he's done clarifying all the <laughs> enterprise needs... Facebook options, he can make that game for us.
0: I have heard the the same request for RTS generally, real time versions of those things. I mean, we we have had Demio recently. That's a uh, you know a turn based game, pretty good, very popular. People really love it. Um, but yeah, I agree. Not, there is, there is an inherent same, problem. Though. Yeah, but there is an inherent problem with tabletop games, um, which isn't discussed that much, really. Um, I, I'm a big board gamer. I know we've got a board gamer uh, that goes to the Lewis board gamer. Uh, I don't know whether Sam runs that or not. But we've got big board gamers here. Um, I've got a big collection. I'm very proud of my shelf of board games. They don't really translate that well to VR. There's a neck ache. Looking down on a board uh, that's palpable and really isn't very comfortable um a lot of those games take a long time and we mentioned at the start of the show you know six hours is probably the longest quite a lot of those games can run multi hour <laughs> and it's not that entertaining even looking at tiny pieces on a board in front of you it needs you know they they need all of those examples including RTS needs some level of reimagination into VR that I think nobody's Met that challenge of all done yet? Really, I think trying to just shoehorn a, you know, a red alert or whatever into VR is, or or, you know, even uh, the Microsoft one. I can't remember what that's called.
1: um, Age uh, of Empires Age of of Empires You know, put put that into
0: VR. Well, yeah, it's Age of Empires in VR. It's pretty cool, but I'll just play on the flat screen because it's too much. Right? It needs some
1: compelling reason to be in. I have an answer of something that would make it compelling. I mean, I don't think anybody will have a problem looking down. I mean, I don't know anybody that holds their phone at eye level and looks at it straight ahead. They all look at it down. So everybody's got this Quasimodo-looking hunch as they're using their phone. But no, the the innovation that nobody has come up with yet is the inverted sphere. Instead of having a world where you have a globe that you look down at, create, put yourself inside of it an inverted sphere I mean you could be mm. looking up the whole time you could be looking off to the left, you could rotate it so whatever you're doing yeah, is right one those. in front of you
0: I think I played um, I don't know uh, I suppose you'd describe it as Geometry Wars type game on the sphere it's interesting but also and there's that one, uh, I can't remember what it's called now uh, Racket NX I want not say Racket NX, that's on a sphere do you mean like that?
1: Uh, I'm not familiar, so I wouldn't be able to compare. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the idea of a Civ game on the inside of a sphere instead of on the outside of one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, The see.
0: best, I, I, I don't know whether you remember this, but this, I've got it stuck in on the screen now, but Brass Tactics is probably the best strategy game I've seen working well in VR. From the creators of Age of Empires. Have you see played this one? I have not. Check it out. It is actually I really will. good. It's a lost gem, in my opinion, and I wish they'd have added you, more do content. Know, so do you know it what cut the, cut beauty,
1: the beauty of this sort of thing is that we've gotten to a point where games can come out... And slip past even the most yeah. keen of folks. I love that. I love that. And yes, I will absolutely check this out. And no, um, if you like any you type know, of
0: strategy game, I mean, this is leaning towards the real time, but the, sorry, it is real time compared to, but this is, this is a, a, you know, if you like that type of thing, really, really, really good example of it uh, for VR. Um, yeah, anyway, that's really cool coming in on the end of the show believe it or not how can we talk for 50 minutes so easy (laughs) the time flies um oh i I thought we were doing
1: another hour oh I was. Uh,
0: no no no, we're trying to we try and strictly keep it to an hour rather than go on for hours and hours we will stay behind afterwards and and say hello to people in the crowd and notice chris has joined us as well so we can have a chat with him too um can I talk about upload a little bit? Uh, you uh, upload VR. Have you thought about changing that to upload Metaverse? There's a, you can have that for free. Um, oh,
1: man, that's that's. A <laughs> I don't know. I'll talk to the team about that. I'm sure they'd love that. <laughs>
0: so you lead this, your operations manager, is that right?
1: That's correct. Yes, uh, upload yeah. is under under my control. Ooh,
0: and what an awesome team! Love it, Ian. I've met Jamie lots of times. He's a really nice guy. Um, tell us about that. Where it's been around for ages now. I mean, it's probably six years old in its its own right. Um, and is that your day job? Do you do that every day now?
1: I I, I do. Yes. Yeah. So Upload is a wonderful group of people who are trying to bring the news in the most uh, uh, in the best way possible making sure we get all of the uh, hot news stuff and not focus too much on the gossipy rumory stuff. You know, let's, let's keep it legit. Journalistic integrity is very important to us. Um, Yeah. uh, You know, you mentioned Jamie, Ian, we've got David Heaney, we've got Harry, we've got Xena. We, we, we've got this core group of folks who are, Each doing, you know, we're firing on all pistons. Everybody's got their stuff that they're good at and that they're doing. And, uh, you know, we've been growing our uh, offerings in terms of YouTube videos and podcasts such as this one. And we do live shows on Mondays and Thursdays. And we kind of intersperse other things in between. Uh, Just everything that we can do to bring you... Uh, the latest news reviews, comments, and interviews. That's that's what I say uh, about our show, the VR download that I do on Mondays with Ian and uh, sometimes Heaney as well. We love this industry. We're embedded into it. We are uh, consumers and fans as well as having our day job be reporting on it and bringing the, the industry as much stuff as we can. It's a wonderful little setup to have to love the industry that you're reporting on and that you're dealing with. And uh, I, I just, I, I going from doing my podcast, the rev VR podcast to being a developer in the enterprise world, and then jumping into this role. I feel very, you know, hashtag blessed I don't know, but it's, I, I do feel like it's been a fun ride uh, roller coaster of ups and downs but yeah it's it's been it's been really cool to uh to grow with this industry i guess is the right way to put it
0: yeah i, I mean i certainly value up, upload um i, I, I mentioned that we just released windlands I shamelessly plugging this now um windlands on the quest yeah you, you, you guys picked it up in minutes like literally minutes i've no idea where you even picked it up from it was either from Somebody spotting it and then, <laughs> but yeah, minutes. It was like I didn't even need to email you. Jamie was on the ball. He reached out immediately and said, "Oh, but this has been. done Can you tell us about this?" You know, it's like, okay, please. Uh, obviously, really good at what you do because you're not only picking up the news really quickly. Uh, all the articles are interesting and and you know insightful. Really, so well done there. Um, is there anything well, you wish I, I, upload was gone? Sorry.
1: Well, I was just going to say that you know the 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 passion and the, the enthusiasm that we have for the industry and to, to your point, you know, it's somebody on the team knew it was there the moment it showed up. That's because we have that passion. It's not about, yes, obviously we are a business and we need your clicks and we need your likes and we need your shares and we need all that stuff because you know, if you'd like this kind of quality programming to continue, we do need your support. Uh, it's like a PBS marathon or uh, telethon. I, I I do think though that. Uh I've always been a big fan of a rising tide raises all ships. And so our success means the success of the developers and the games that we talk about and the companies that are building new stuff that we talk about and the other outlets as well, including all of the YouTubers and the quote unquote influencers, everybody benefits from everybody's success. And, And I'm not very cutthroat. I have a good rapport with our, competitors, if you want to call it that, uh, our contemporaries, I I do really enjoy what Upload offers to the uh, community and to the industry, and uh, I love the support that we get and the fandom, Uh, a lot of fun comments from people.
0: I certainly appreciate you, well done for this. Um, Do you mind me probing into Insight there? Obviously Upload's been around for a long period of time. What's the growth in the industry really truly look like? And give us percentages, you know, if, if we were on 10% five years ago, where are we now?
1: If I looked at our growth, our growth in the last two years has uh, doubled in terms of viewership. Um, you know, we measure, uh, uh, you know, a, a million plus a month. Uh, Hits, Uh, You know, I mean, it's 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 easy. It might even be more than that. I don't know. It fluctuates. Like I said, we're kind of in a lull right now in terms of uh, enthusiasm. But yes, there have been times, you know, last holiday season, last year's holiday season, uh, we saw exponential, uh, exciting growth in our uh, readership and our viewership on all of our different channels. And offering. So, yeah, I would say that the growth is still exciting and it's still, but there's plenty of room for more growth as well. I mean, uh, as, as much as I love what we've grown upload to be and where it's grown naturally, uh, I, I do still think that there's more room. And uh, who knows? You know, uh, who knows what will happen when Connect, whatever number we're up to, uh, comes in October and the holiday season after that, it could be very exciting for us.
0: Yeah, well, Zuckerberg used a magic number, didn't he? uh, Was it 10 million active headsets? I think he means active, not sold. Uh, But Mm. uh, again, from memory. Do you think we're getting there? When do you see that bridge being crossed? (sighs)
1: You know, I'm I'm trying really hard not to give exact numbers to you as an answer because that's just the political way to answer something. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 it's personally... five million
0: three hundred and twenty-eight, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-nine, <I>, thirty.
1: <laughs> I I personally believe that uh, you know ten million is an acceptable number to focus on.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they must be close. I mean, they may even be announcing that October and saying, we've just done our 10 million headset. I mean, they've got to be over five now. Uh, pretty amazing, really. that they've I think that it's safe.
1: I think it's safe to assume over five. I, I do, personally. Yeah. I'm not saying that lightly. I think it's safe to assume. Uh, it, it, did they hit 10? I uh, don't know. Don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe last push just before October, and they might just cross that bridge. Uh, no, it's pretty exciting. And then obviously there's new stuff coming out. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe uh, PSVR. Uh, obviously you cover all VR, not just uh, not just Quest. Um, PSVR 2's on its way. Uh, excited about that. Yeah, starting no, absolutely. Any, starting to hear yeah. any rumors behind the scenes of content and various titles that are, that you can't talk about.
1: Well, I hear rumors and I hear gossip and I know stuff and I hear and see things. Uh, I won't report on it until it's news. So it's, uh, yeah, but there's a lot of enthusiasm and that always leads to really fun, exciting things.
0: Yeah, I think think I'm excited about that as well. Do you think Valve are going to make a wireless headset to compete with the Quest? Well, probably twice the cost, but do you think they're going to do that?
1: It doesn't matter what I think, it matters what uh, they think. And uh, I guess it's up to them to decide whether or not they want to spend the time, money and resources on competing with an established product. Or should they push all of those resources to something innovative? Uh, I guess that's that's their decision to make.
0: Are we are we seeing enough? I mean, we've said there's a lot of titles now. Right, I mean, exponentially more titles to play, and quite a lot of superstar games there. Are we seeing enough superstar games coming through?
1: Uh, That's that's subjective. It's relative. Uh, I I don't. I don't. I mean, like I like I said before, there's a gajillion people playing Bejeweled, and there's you know Minesweeper is still a game. So I don't know uh, if 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 you're talking about big triple A games um has there been enough i think the industry and the community would say no uh i personally am a big fan of filling the market with uh not triple a games but things that are enjoyable and smaller nuggets i think that mainstream adoption requires more 30 minute and an hour and two hour games i also think that the rhythm games are very important and, uh, you know, like, go play Smash Drums for a little while. It's a, a, a wonderful game to just get your mind off of things and put out some, you know, blow off some steam. <laughs> uh, you know, go, go do those kind of things. But AAA games, I, I think since it takes so long to make them well, that we're going to see more of them further down the road.
0: I'm fully expecting any minute, any day, completely randomly for um, Steam to show a next VR game. I'm I'm just fully expecting it. I just don't know when. (laughs) I mean, they've said they're working on multiple. Uh, Clearly the team, judging from the documentaries and stuff, are really excited about VR and actually just beginning to think about their stride. um, Must be happening. Uh, quite yeah, exciting, I mean, well, I, I guess
1: think. we'll see. I mean, uh, time will tell.
0: And, and obviously, at some point, Facebook diverted their uh, resources into more AAA things. That's been a bit of a mixed bag, hasn't it? I mean, the... Um, I can't remember what it's called now. The, what, the Fighting War one wasn't really well received compared to what we thought when we first heard that. The guys who made Titan fall and those... Uh, I can't remember what it's called.
1: I, I huh. you know, I don't know. I don't know if, if. I, I, I guess I just keep looking at it and going, okay. If you want a AAA game to be, you know, hurried up and quickly assembled with duct tape and, and hot glue and solder and and you just kind of throw something out just to say it's out there, that's one thing. But to actually do it right and to do it well and to make something that's worthy of the type of attention that a AAA game would need or or want to be successful, you really need to put a lot of time and money and effort into it. And something like that, I mean, Half-Life Alex blew my mind. I mean, they had to have been working on that for so long before it even got onto a headset that I I can't imagine another one of those types of games coming out without having that same level of, of background of development. So there could be, you know, Ooh, stealth mode stuff that might be coming out next week, next month, next year, but it's going to have that same story of, wow, we've been working on this for a long, long time, really tweaking all the things so that way when it comes out, it's, it's success successful. Look at how many you know. You could go to like like Saints Row games and things like that. They have such huge, huge budgets. Who has that type of money to put onto something and made that decision three years ago to start a game like that with that amount of budget? I mean, that would have been very daring, very bold for somebody. Which I mean, obviously Valve did, but hmm, I wonder. We probably paid off. They we'll make their money back. Definitely oh, yeah, made the money right. back. Right, but it would have been a gamble right, so, to start something like that three years ago.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, given that the reception's pretty good for AAA and that people can make good money off it, I mean, I think it is fundamentally not as good money as the 2D yet. Right, <laughs> that's the big jump, isn't it? Ah, Which is here, interesting, here. Let me
1: but... let me ask, let me ask you this question: What is a AAA game on the iPhone?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Wow. I mean, Among Us? <laughs> it's not even a AAA. It depends it, what you mean by to, AAA. It you mean to th- very, it's very, something Very, very high think quality.
1: About. Right, right. It's something to think about, though. I mean, how many people three years ago or even two years ago yeah. thought that the VR scene was never going to be anything more than a cell phone on your face? I mean, the the logic, the gamble, the risk necessary to start a AAA game in enough time for it to come out now, uh, Valve did it. I don't know who else has.
0: Yes. So something Agreed. To consider. Uh, But P- P- Sony basically saying that they want to, or at least the rumor thing that I read, <laughs> was saying that they want to um, do hybrid. Thoughts there?
1: I love hybrid. I love the idea of hybrid. Uh, I want people to have the choice to sit on the couch and play. Uh, there's been oh, so I many... F- yeah.
0: I think that's a pretty strong and clear strategy for Sony. Get their AAA people, whatever they are. You know, let's let's take some examples. Grand, uh, but not Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> that is a good example. Let's use that. But um, no, um, Gran Turismo, for instance, right? About to come out with a PlayStation Five version of Gran Turismo. Sony actively support, encourage, work with them to implement VR properly, right? Um, and if they do their job right and get you know, whatever, the, again, lots of rumours here, but the, uh, that, that you've seen, you know, they get get it so that AAA quality games can run inside the headset as well as they run on, on the platform, then why not? I mean, a new wipeout, yes please, 2D, 3D, all the, you know, things like Ratchet and Clank, why not put VR mode on that? But things like, um, you know, just for all their content, everything that they could get working in VR as well, good move, Will it make a difference? Will that change the industry? Will people play the two D version and think, "Do you know what? I'm sort of missing out on the VR version of this," because I mean, I'm super sad that they didn't bring out the latest um, Resident Evil with VR support. And maybe this is the ticket. You know, PSVR two comes out, they add VR support to Resident Evil. Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: I would love for, I would love for the opportunity to be able to try any game in VR uh and if i choose to but that is a huge ask for the developers and i know it's absurd to say because developing for vr it, it, you have to spend more time on the stuff that you can kind of hide in a screener 2d mode i would love though for there to be more evolution of this game i can develop it and you can play it in 2d but if you want it in vr as well here it
2: is
0: i i think i mean as a dev i've got mixed feelings about this i think things are a lot better than they've ever been right and you know on the horizon like really short term away we're going to move to open xr as a format right so i presume playstation will be doing the same right So uh, we only write ones for OpenXR. Um, You know, the platforms can switch between 2D and VR. Yes, there's a lot of work to do to get VR right. But again, a lot of that is now to the point where I would describe it as mature. You know, you need snap turning and smooth, you need da-da-da-da, you know, it's all pretty much, uh, you know, from a starting block, you've got to do these things to make VR work well. If they can crack that... The biggest problem fundamentally is optimizing for VR. but again if they can crack that through clever foveated rendering or through you know um, optics that, that, that in whatever the, you know they they managed to siphon that horsepower and make it work through upscaling you know all, all these technologies now that do automatic upscaling like full screen but lower resolution upscaling you can't tell the difference because it's all ai upscaled uh, it could all be done i think and and it's a shame And there are lots of examples of games that are really, really good in 2D, like Resident Evil is a good example, and amazing in VR as well, and I think that it's not quite as challenging as it used to be, and I really hope that more and more tools help that seed happen, because I I, I am probably now, I mean, Phasmophobia is a good example, it's got VR mode and 2D mode. Yes, there's extra work involved in there, but it's a whole new audience, and, you know, frankly, it's light and day for me, I would never play in the 2D mode, and I think that you know, hybrid actually might be the answer to AAA content.
1: The beauty of this conversation, this this specific topic, is that it's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. And so, this whole concept of developers don't want to do both because there's it's hard, and it's hard because there's a performance issue, and there's you know, uh, uh, it, it, we're going to get better. Just naturally, as the hardware accelerates and the software gets more performant, so it'll just happen naturally, but what can we do to push it now is really what this conver- this this part of the conversation is about. As a developer, you won't have this these issues. You'll just be able to click a button, like you said, OpenXR adoption, and that evolution will you can play it in 2D, you can play it in VR and there's no performance difference because it's already optimized. That'll just happen naturally. I mean, I watch people play doom on a Texas instruments calculator. That would have blown my mind in 1994. So that's something that can happen now. Cool. Uh, It's just a matter of when.
0: It's super exciting to see what's coming. Um, Right. I think we've run over a little bit, Kyle, clearly, Uh, We've got a lot to talk about and it's been really absolute pleasure to have you on the show and do this back to front instead of you being the host. (laughs) Thank you for coming today. Uh, Absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, I loved it. It's wonderful to be on this side. Thank you. Uh, To be on this side of the table and not be the interviewer. Uh, You know, I I look forward since, you know, uh, I had you on my podcast twice i believe possibly three i'll have to double check uh, i i fully anticipate that a version around two of this will uh, occur down the road at some point
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited about that day uh well that's it for the show thank you carl for joining us and uh yeah how can people find you carl
1: uh, well, you can find me on uh, all sorts of different places. Go to uploadvr.com for all your news, reviews, comments, and interviews. Go to YouTube and search for UploadVR. I am on the Twitters uh, as Metaverse Kyle. Uh, Reverend KJR is my uh, Twitter handle. Um, you can also find me on MySpace and Friendster, uh, but I'm not going to give you the information. You have to go find me there. Yeah, and other than that, I'll just be trolling around and being, uh, you know, guest on different people's podcasts as they come about. And, and as I say on the end of our show, the VR, uh, VR download that Upload does on Mondays live at, uh, what do we do, noon, I think, noon Pacific on Mondays. I always say at the end that I'll see you in the future.
0: <laughs> well, in the metaverse at some point, uh, on day hopefully back to real life. Uh well, thanks for that car. Um yeah, and you can follow me at Hibbins on the Twitterverse. Uh and thanks to Anthony for operating all the cameras today. Uh really appreciate your time there. Uh you can find us on Roomkey YouTube and your favorite podcast provider. Subscribe and like to keep us on your radar. Uh if you want to start to host your own shows or podcasts head to roomkey.co. It's free and easy to get going and automatically exports your streams for you. You can also find other shows like this one to enjoy. Uh, Thanks for joining us on the Metaverse show. Uh, Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one.